Hello, we are here at the commemoration of the International World AIDS Day, which is held annually on the 1st of December, but having been on the weekend, it was pushed to today. So we have uh, people from, my name is Benzu, first of all, and I'm not alone. <laughs> How can you forget me? I'm wondering why you're forgetting me. <laughs> okay. No, I can't forget you. I was just testing you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, today is the World AIDS Day, which is um, the day on which um, the, the world commemorates uh, World International AIDS Day. And this year's theme is communities making Make a difference. difference. And of course, we're not alone. We're with our friends from SAD. Can you kindly tell us your names? <laughs> Hi, hi, my name is Ngandwe. Hi, my name is Perry Kent. And my name is Brian. Okay, so you can tell us what you are doing as a community uh, in connection with uh, this World AIDS Day theme, which is communities make the, uh, make the difference. What are you as the SAT community doing concerning this theme? How are you making the difference? I'm, I'm glad you've mentioned the word community. And, yes. Um, truth be told, SAT is a huge community. Um, I'm sure that listeners by now can tell that all these voices that are coming out are young people who are a youth-focused, youth-based yeah. organization that is working um, in the region, particularly the Eastern uh, and Southern Africa region, to invest in adolescent health and, of course, build youth capacities and build strong networks of young people that can advocate for reproductive health rights and gender transformative systems in health as well. So this World AIDS Day, we have um, mobilized um, a couple of young people and our partners across the region and in country. Uh, in Zambia, we're working with nine partners, uh, both in Lusaka, out of Lusaka, particularly in Rofuanyama, in areas like Petauke and Chipata. So in terms of World AIDS Day, I think the theme is very clear because it leans towards community mobilization, towards making change. And we understand that HIV is more prevalent where young people are and which is the community. Yeah. So what we've done is make sure that we, first of all, we participate um, in the national event so that we complement government's efforts by making sure that we make our presence known. Uh, the other thing we've done is we launched um, a project called TeenWise. Um, just in this same commemoration period, we launched it, and um, I think we'll be able to talk about it a little bit more. However, we've also done a few outreaches, and we decided to go to shopping malls. Okay, um, I've heard that you've mentioned you've done a few um, outreaches. So, are, are those outreaches effective enough for you to reach out to so many people as possible? Yes, yes. Like I mentioned, we went to the mall. And on a Saturday or a Sunday, we know that young people love to be at the mall. So wow. we set up a huge sound system. We play some of your favorite songs. Um, and we bring HIV to that, that, That's the point of correction. Mm -hmm. You went to the mall. And a majority of young people don't go to the mall. If you tell me I come from, I mean, a shelter mm -hmm. of which a few young people visit the mall. And I mean, well, Young people are not really always in the shanty compounds. There's a, not really an equal distribution, but young people are widely distributed across Lusaka. So our outreach is not, we're not doing one outreach. We actually planned a couple between now and March. So part of going to the mall is to cater for that population that goes to the mall. So we're also going to cater for those that are found in other places. So it was just a good place to start. Okay, so how are you going to cater for them? Yeah. So we've planned Maybe a few other outreaches. Um, yeah, in the community as well. 
we're also working with other partners that, that work in the youth field spaces that are operating in the clinics. We're also working, there's an organization called TAUC, Treatment for, Treatment for Literacy and Advocacy Campaign, who are working in the, in the clinics and the communities. So that's one of the ways, well, and their, their focus is particularly around HIV and AIDS. So that's one of the ways to reach young people that are particular in that community that you're referring to. But um, like I said, we've launched a bigger project, which is TeenWise, which sits online. So that catches for the population in general. Okay, um, now you would agree with me that um, uh, one thing which has been a barrier to enhance um, the HIV and AIDS awareness in Zambia, I would say, is, is language barrier. So how are you dealing with that? Because, I mean, about approximately 70% of the people living in most compounds in Zambia, I mean, can't understand English. So how are you tackling that issue? Uh, yeah. yeah um, thank you. Um, I think the most important thing is the outreach programs that we have. When we have these, um, it depends on the area you're having it from. We know that uh, we, when we're at the mall, we are targeting a certain audience who we know are able to understand a certain language. When we go out in the community, we know that there's a certain language that we need to use to suit the environment. So when it comes to issues of the language barrier, we believe that's not um, really a challenge on our part because we are able to relate with the community via the languages that we speak. We're all Zambian and you know we're, we're able to you know speak our own local language. So we're not trying to reach out to the young people with information on HIV or with information on AIDS or any other sexual productive health right information. We are very fluent young people. We are distributed all over the country so we are able to speak our own language and able to communicate effectively with the young people on relating to such issues. I think I also like to mention that SAT uh, also works closely with community-based uh, organizations okay. that are implementing like, projects. Like, like which? Would you specify? Yes. So one of the uh, organizations that we closely work with is Africa Directions. Okay. That is in a in a compound, and uh, one of the one of the projects that SAT supports uh, for Africa Directions is to do outreach programs using theatre. To sensitize communities on HIV and so on and so forth. So, apart from directly implementing, SAT will give uh, resources to some organizations. Uh, some of them are in Petauke, some of them are, you know, in Chipata, and different. So, what kind of resources do you give them? Is it in monetary forms, or maybe you give them other things? Yeah, we do give them funds, grants. Uh, grants. We give them grants as well as uh, technical support uh, to make sure that they they're able to to program to report and to implement effectively okay so you have talked about your organization perhaps people out there could be wondering there, there may be people who do not know so much about could you please talk about SAT like what are you and what do you do exactly could you please elaborate uh, elaborate more on that right so SAT is a regional organization that um, that invests in adolescent health um, we work in four countries in South Africa and the original offices in South Africa, Johannesburg. So our program focus areas um, are particularly to increase youth participation to sexual, uh, youth access, sorry, to sexual productive health services, to remove barriers to, se to access to sexual productive health services, and to redefine meaningful youth participation. So those are our core programming areas. However, in our model of delivery, we work through partners. Like my colleague Gelia mentioned, we give grants to community and civil society organizations 
um, to, to implement projects that deal with partic in particular community systems for HIV response and those working around increasing meaningful participation and increasing um, access to reproductive health services like you guys are doing. So that's what SAT is. However, I would like to mention that we are a youth-based organization. Um, originally, out of uh, 15 senior and junior programmers, uh, four of those are young people across the region working in big offices, programming, sitting on boards, country advisory committees, and um, in that view, we're trying to make sure that young people are equal partners in, 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 in the development sector. And yeah, I think most of the stuff we've mentioned in terms of what we're doing on the ground is working with partners and our response to the reproductive health needs of young people. Also to mention that um, SAT has a very active uh, program called the Youth Hub where uh, young people themselves uh, you know, are in charge. It's a safe space for young people where they come to access um, information on SRHR, Sexual and Reproductive Health and Rights, and they also get referrals for other services. Why is uh, it located? So the SAT Youth Hub was, was initially located along Los Angeles Boulevard, but recently SAT moved uh, location. Uh, where, what's the new address? We're in uh, Lake Road in Woodlands, plot yeah. 30-M. Um, Lake Road, just opposite the Rwanda numbers. Okay, so uh, just to take you up back a bit, you talked about the outreaches that you've been doing, you've been going to more. What other ways are you using to do this? Uh, apart from going to the malls, you talked about the youth hub that you have where young people can come to. In which other ways are you doing your outreaches? Um, we, 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 also, we also understand the, the, the power of the media. And that's why, for example, we're here. So apart from going there in the communities and doing the outreach programs, SAT is very passionate about getting the information through the media as well, through uh, television, uh, radio, as well as social media. He spoke about TeenWise, which is an online platform. So we, we mobilize young people online as well as offline uh, to engage them on different issues affecting them, uh, as well as reach out to them. So apart from outreach programs, implementing through partners, there's also the aspect of uh, media. Um, just to add on, um, SAT has two other projects in the organization right now. One is funded by Hevos, the other one is funded by Peach. And these are projects that are mobilizing young people in universities and in communities, and we're calling them SRHR champions. Okay. And what we're doing is they're having conversations amongst themselves and growing in the community and having them with bigger audiences. It's particularly for girls. So we're doing this in Petauke, in Mufanyama, and in Losa. Particularly for girls? Yes, they are for girls. Why? Are the boys being left out? They're not being left out. Like I mentioned, these are just two projects within the organization. Yeah. Okay. We decided to focus on girls because we understand that girls have a lot of limitations. When you talk about meaningful youth participation, especially in health, you don't see girls in the picture very clearly. And we understand when you, when you when you talk about issues of modern contraception, HIV testing, there's a lot of stigma and discrimination that surrounds the girl child. Teenage pregnancy is heavy on the girl. Yeah. Early marriage is heavy on the girl. Mm. So it's it's we it's it's something that we have come to realize. And um, I would I also want you to know that um, right now as it stands, there's a report called the Lancet Report. I would love for you in your spare time to sit down and read it. It's called the Lancet Report on Sexual Reproductive Health and Rights. The report actually says, you know, sexual reproductive health services should not be a one-size-fits-all. It must appeal to different groups specifically for it to have impact. That's why you have 
things like the comprehensive sexuality education curriculum. That's why you have different frameworks. Like even in the, the Convention on the Rights of the Child, it speaks about health of children and whatnot. So in terms of health, it can't be a one-size-fits-all. That's why you see organizations programming for children, organizations programming for girls, and organizations programming for women. Because health cannot be a one-size-fits-all. And that's why we, on this particular project, we're focusing on girls. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, we are wrapping up our interview. And we'd just like to hear your opinions on this year's theme. Starting with you, Brian. Yeah, what's your opinion on communities make the difference this year's theme? Well, um, ending AIDS, I think I always say from the last outreach that we had, um, I think my main concern was ending AIDS does not start in 2030 or by 2030 it begins today and how does it start it begins by one individual who has decided to take an HIV test so that they can be able to protect their partner. Now what happens if an entire community decides to know their status? It means we're now ready to end AIDS today, meaning everyone has known their status, they're able to protect their partner, they're able to protect their loved ones by reducing new infections. So it's just a matter of um, the community coming together in, you know, in agreement, say we should all get tested so that we reduce new infections, we should reduce, you know, we have 100% viral suppression and higher CD4 counts and everything like that. So for us, it's, it's not a one-man show when it comes to ending AIDS. It's something that the entire community has to come together, sit down and, you know, it's not, it's not something that is hard but at the end of the day. It's something that we just need to agree on and make sure we do it together so that we, we can protect our generation and the future generation as well. Thank you so much. Perikin, your take on the film? Um, I think an HIV-free generation is possible. In line with the theme, I think uh, I believe that an HIV-free generation is possible. But today, uh, for example, this year the United Nations reports that 300 children die every day uh, because of AIDS-related, uh, you know, uh, diseases. So I believe that that can only be achieved. First of all, like Brian said, we need to make sure that we know everyone who is HIV positive. When we know we're able to suppress the virus and we know that we can put them on treatment. But I think as a country we've done quite well when it comes to mother to child transmission, reducing the, the rates of children dying at birth or after birth because the mother was, was HIV positive. But I think moving on we need to prevent new infections like Brian has just said. When we prevent new infections, make sure that those that are negative stay negative, then indeed an HIV free generation is, is possible. And last but not the least, Nandwe, what do you have to say concerning the theme? Well, first of all, it's an elaborate theme. However, for me, it translates into a call to action and a call for accountability. If, if communities are to make a difference, they must respond to policy. They must respond to implementation. We cannot have, as it stands, we cannot have any part of the population being left out. I think the UN is clear and the sustainable development goes when it says leave no one behind. Exactly. And I think, yeah, in order for communities to make a difference, nobody has to be left behind. So for me, it's a call to action and a call for responsibility for people to know their status, for the people to get on treatment, and for people to suppress their viral load, and for those that are not HIV positive, for them to live lives that keep them away from, from HIV and STIs. So that's for me, that's communities making a difference about the call to action and accountability. 
Thank but, you. But so before we wrap up, before we call it a wrap, um, I want to ask you this question. Me? You say, no, all of you can go. Sad. There might be people out there who might want to reach out to you guys. You can definitely visit. Oh, yes. Where can they find you guys? Um, if you're on Facebook, which we know you definitely are, you can just search for Sat Regional and um, please like the page for you to interact with it. But we will be launching um, our, our own national platform very soon, especially on Facebook and Twitter. So do look out for that. But for now, you can search Sat Regional or you can come to our Youth Hub. Okay, <clears throat> there you have it. You've heard it from the vibrant youth themselves. <laughs> yes, so we are here at the commemoration of the International World AIDS Day and those are our friends from SAT. Thank you very much for the information that you have provided. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you for having us.